Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, Pat Unleashed on Twitter, jam packed full of stuff today. But I want to take a second and uh, show you something adorable to start the day. Is it animal videos? No, no, oh. it's not. It's a person video. Shoot. Oh, uh, so we just like to welcome all the patheads and thank you for listening because it's great to have you with us. Mm-hmm. And uh, that includes Beth Foist and her grandson uh-huh. Xavier Lee Weller. <laughs> Look at that! What a cutie. Apparently, every time we start talking, <laughs> he stops and pays attention to what we're saying. Smart kid. <laughs> Smart kid. That's awesome. Yeah. That, I mean, that's raising them right. Telling Hi, Xavier. You. Hi, buddy. <laughs> How you doing? So great. Xavier, over here. Look, buddy. Yeah. See, now he's enjoying uh-huh. it. Now he is. <laughs> uh, also, yesterday, Jonathan Carl was hanging out with the coven, uh, and uh, Whoopi was talking about Dr. Jill Biden. Because uh-huh. Dr. Jill <laughs> becomes a surgeon general. Yeah. His wife. <laughs> Joe, Joe Biden's wife, because she, you know, he would never do it, but she, yeah, she's a hell of a doctor. She's an amazing doctor. I she's doctor like, she's an amazing doctor? I could be wrong. Yeah, I think she's, she's a teacher, but, you know. <laughs> what a joke. <sighs> Unbelievable. I, I think, okay, so there's so much there, but can we just watch it again mm-hmm. and just watch Jonathan Carl's face? Because he he refuses to be a part of this conversation. Watch this. And Dr. Jill becomes Dr. Jill. a surgeon general. His wife. Yeah. Joe Biden's wife. Because she, you know, he would never do it. But she, it's, yeah, she's a hell of a doctor. She's an amazing doctor. A doctor and PhD. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I could be wrong. Yeah. I think she's she's a teacher, but you know. But you know, not a medical doctor. She is not a hell of a doctor. She is not a doctor of any kind. Well, not a medical doctor of any kind. She's got one of those honorary doctorate degrees. Pathetic. I, I, she did not go to med school. Mm-hmm. I could be. I could be wrong. Yeah, and you are as always. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. That is amazing how little she knows about the stuff they're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Jill Biden, you did hell of a doctor. She's an amazing doctor. Really? What? It, how many patients has she seen? <laughs> yeah. You know, and I mean, let's just say in the last 50 years. <laughs> that is so great. Oh, agonizing, but great. <laughs> Speaking of actual doctors, yesterday, Dr. Ja was asked about the White House press corps and why Joe Biden's actual doctor because they normally go out and address uh, the press when they've done a physical or something's been wrong with the with the president, mm-hmm. and uh, his actual doctor was not out there answering questions. One of the questions has been asked, and we'll have to raise it again, mm-hmm. is why the president's personal physician is not here. Are you are you familiar with a reason that the president decided not to send his physician here to answer our questions the way that his predecessors have decided to send their physicians here? KJP, I don't know if you want to start it. I'm happy to give my thoughts. So you want me to just give mine? Why don't you start it? I'll I'll come in. Yeah. So, Mm. um, look. Mm -hmm. Look. So, look. Uh, Look, I'm going to start You've heard every day from the president's Uh, physician through his detailed accounting of his assessment, his plan. Uh, Um, uh I have been speaking to the 
to both his personal physician, I speak to him every single day at length with, with the president um, on an ongoing basis. And the, the bottom line is the president has had, thankfully, because he is double vaccinated, double boosted, no. he's had a relatively mild uh, upper respiratory infection. Give it a rest. And in that context, we have provided, I think, an extraordinary amount of uh, transparency mm. about his care, when he got tested positive, how he's done each day, the evolving nature of his symptoms. Is his runny nose a little worse, a little bit better? Like, we've been very, very open and Clean transparent with all of that data. Yeah. They've been transparent, so what do you want? <sighs> so that doesn't answer the question. Mm-hmm. Where's his personal physician? Why is he not talking to us? Why isn't he out here? Because heaven forbid he be asked about, uh, of course he'd just lie, but he'd be asked probably by somebody, maybe Peter Ducey, uh, mm. about his cognitive decline. Mm-hmm. And they don't want that. Mm-mm. Not in a million years. But Well, he's got Dr. Jill right there by his side so the whole true. time. She's got a doctorate in education, that's so right. clearly she could she could treat him she could see him through this illness. He doesn't need a personal That's physician. A he's point. got he's got an, a hell of a doctor, an amazing doctor. That is Jill Biden. Fair point. And we huh. know that Joe has been cleaning his plate. Oh, he showed it to us. So that's well, good. not us, but showed it to his doctor. Uh, that's great. Help. So ridiculous. Uh, hey, uh, Thursday, <laughs> Thursday, the big news comes out. As to whether or not the GDP oh, that's the day? went up, went down, stayed the same. Okay. We'll find out if we're in a recession. Well, no. Because they just changed the definition of a recession. Because they know one's coming. And they don't want to have to deal with it. So what do you do? Yeah, you just pretend like it's... We just move the goalposts. Yeah. That's all. We're going to change the definition the way we did uh, with unemployment rates. Right? Mm-hmm. And inflation rates. Mm-hmm. And everything else that wasn't... To our advantage, they'll just change. And that's great. So that's what they're about to do. We are at a tipping point in America. With 400,000 children in the U.S. foster care system and a quarter of those awaiting a forever family, Christians must step up. This is Jack Graham, senior pastor at Prestonwood Baptist Church, inviting you to Chosen, a summit addressing these urgent needs on Saturday, April 13th. Chosen will empower churches to begin foster care and adoption ministries and equip families who are adopting or fostering. We have great speakers joining me, including Sadie Robertson-Huff and Governor Greg Abbott of the great state of Texas, along with dozens of breakout sessions. I urge you to join us and help make a difference in the lives of these precious children. Register at prestonwood.org slash chosen. Uh, They must know for a fact Mm -hmm. that the GDP is down. And so they're trying to head all of this off at the pass, and they're doing everything they can to avoid anybody saying this is this is a recession. Here's Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. For what's uh, for for a recession that many people think now is likely. Well, um, look, the economy is slowing down. It. Last year, uh-huh. it grew very rapidly at about 5.5%. And that succeeded in putting people back to work who had oh. lost their jobs during the pandemic. It grew too fast, Pat. The mm-hmm. labor market is now extremely strong. Um, even just during the last 
three months, uh, net job gains average 375,000. Mm -hmm. This is not an economy that's in recession, but we're in a period of transition uh -huh, there in it which is. growth is slowing, uh -huh. and that's necessary and appropriate, mm -hmm. and um, we need to be growing at a steady and sustainable pace. Mm -hmm. So there is a slowdown, and businesses can see that, and mm -hmm. that's appropriate mm -hmm. given appropriate. that people mm -hmm. now have jobs and we have a strong oh. labor market. Okay. But you don't so see any of the signs now, yeah. a, a recession no, you don't is see a broad-based like contraction no. that affects many sectors of the economy. Right. We just don't have that. We just <laughs> don't have that. We just don't have that. Oh, uh, yeah. What we do have is a robust, historic economy right now. That's what we have. And it's been growing so fast. That, that it, that it had like, to, we had to yeah. put the brakes on. We had to slow. We did it on purpose. We slowed it down because it was way too good. Uh -huh. And you know the circle. If it, it if it gets too good, goes around all the way to not good anymore. Oh. To, in fact, it goes to bad. It gets so good so that it good. becomes bad. <laughs> the economy. Yeah, yeah. It's like the heat wave thing. It becomes so hot, it eventually switches over to cold. So, uh, the gymnastics that oh, these people I can't, do. I can't take it. It is incredible. Okay, well, you know, let's turn to the person who keeps saying that this is the greatest economy oh, good. in American history. Here's KGP, KJP uh, talking about the recession that's not coming. Um, the president said today that uh, we're not going to be in a recession. Uh, why is he so confident of that? So if you look at the economic indicators, mm -hmm. uh, the, uh, as the mm -hmm. president was, was uh, laying out, if you look at the labor market, if you look at, uh, right now we mm -hmm. are seeing historic uh, historic uh, 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 unemployment. If you look at low unemployment at 3.6, if, if, if you look at the average uh, amount of jobs that have been created, it's about 400 uh, per month. Those indicators Pause it for a second. show. It's 400 a month? Wow. Yeah. That's, That's robust well, employment. Well, you'll remember what the <laughs> Treasury Secretary said. You know, we're slowing down. The yeah, growth. well, we slowed way down from yeah, 375000 a month to 400 a month. Man. Yeah, that's that's a slowdown. <laughs> Roll that back again. She didn't even know that she If that you she found a job there. in the last month, uh, you're a winner of life's lottery. <laughs> yeah, because... Only 400 people did last month. Uh, let's hear this. Created, it's about 400 uh, per month. Those <laughs> indicators do not show uh, that we are uh, are in a recession or even a pre-recession. Uh, not even a pre-one. Not even a pre-recession. There's no recession. There's no pre-recession. Mm -hmm. uh, There's no pre-pre-recession. <laughs> we're so far away from recession that uh, we're in a boom economy right wow. now. Wow. So, yeah. so the recession is... Not only not at the plate, it's not on deck, no. or even in the hole. No, I, mean, I don't just... think it's even in the ballpark. Wow. Yeah, there's recessions didn't even show up for the game. So okay, well then we're completely better. in the clear. Yeah, completely. She was referencing. Uh, she was asked about what the president said, and and he did speak to this earlier in the day. He did, and we should uh, hear what he had to say. <laughs> and Mr. President, we're getting right. GDP numbers on Thursday. How worried should Americans be that? We could be in a recession. Not at all. We're not going to be in a recession, uh, in my view. Uh, mm -hmm. We are. Uh, the employment rate is still one of the lowest 
we've had in history. It's in the 3.6 area. Uh, we still find ourselves with people investing. Uh, my, my hope is we go from this rapid growth to steady growth. Mm. And uh, we'll, see, we'll see some coming down. But I don't think we're going to. Uh, no. Willing. I don't think we're going to see a recession. Oh, what a surprise. God willing. What a surprise answer that is. They know for a fact those GDP numbers are going to be down. Yeah. And it's going to be down. That's why they've had to scramble and change the definition right. of what a recession is. And that's why he can sit there and confidently say, we're not going to be in a recession. Yeah, because we just changed the definition of a recession. So it's not going to happen. So now the Republicans will be saying all fall, you know, leading up to the uh, leading up to the election in November. They'll be saying we're in a recession, but they'll be able to deny it because that's not what a recession is. Now, we're we're smooth sailing here. Oh, yeah, and and you're exactly right. And to add to that, Democrats will say the Republicans are talking down the economy. Right. Because Democrats have never done that. <laughs> right? They've never done that. Oh, man. Uh, this is going to be fascinating on Thursday. To, to hear them spin this, peddle it, to tell us what the definition really is, to say that no no real economists believe that two down quarters means a recession. No economists believe that. Really? Because <laughs> uh, almost all of them do. <laughs> I mean, that's what they've been talking about now for months, is that we're headed toward a recession, which is two quarters in a row of the GDP going down. Mm-hmm. No, now most ec- economists don't believe that. Uh, and in fact, uh, the official definition of a recession, we just told you what that was uh, the other day. Mm-hmm. Well, you saw uh-huh. Joe the sniffer uh, there in his isolation chamber yeah. answering the questions uh, at the White House press corps through Zoom. Um, but the White House wants you to know that the man is hard at work. He's uh, hanging out with his uh, latest dog uh, that, you know. Is this the vicious one? This uh, isn't the vicious one. I don't know. One. That's like the third that one. That bites everybody? Whatever. No, I think those are dead, aren't they? Uh, the one dog killed like four people or something. Yeah. And they, yeah. they just buried him in the backyard but, of the White but House. Look how hard at work Joe is. He's on the phone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and you can see it's one of them uh, like office phones. And everybody, you know. The animal abuse, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob makes a good point. Um, why, why such close contact? Didn't we learn early on that, that your dogs dog... can get it, right? So what, what is mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. major or commander or whatever your name is hanging out with him there? But if you follow the cord of the phone, mm. and, and yes, I've done this, and maybe this Have picture you. is a little tight here, but it does not go under the windowsill. It does not run behind the couch. That's literally might as well be a Fisher Price phone that the man's talking on. It's not connected to anything, anything at all. It's just sitting out there on the balcony. Mm-hmm. Makes it look like he's hard at work. And if you look at his little binder there, mm-hmm. it's open to this the opening page. Like there's not he hasn't he's literally opened it for a photo op to a phone that's not connected to anything. That's what he's doing. He's playing president. These people are the worst. They are the worst. In fact, what worst. this reminds me of, the way he opened it up just to page one of his little binder, it reminded yeah. me of every time LeBron James is reading a book, as you can see, it's always open <laughs> to the first freaking page because he's not reading whatever book he's holding. There you go. LeBron James, Joe Biden, one and the same. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Good stuff. Uh, all right. You know, we can finally celebrate Roe versus Wade being overturned. Uh, we're all happy about that. However, you know, I mean, Roe, Roe v. Wade was responsible for the slaughter of over 63 million babies. And now the decision to abort a child will be left in the hands of the states. And sadly, abortion will continue in the most liberal states. Over the past 16 years, Preborn has positioned their clinics in the top abortion cities where 50% of abortions take place. Why do they take place in the cities? Because they take place in uh, the biggest minority areas. And that's where Planned Parenthood does most of their work. By design. 80% of their clinics are located in black and Hispanic areas. Because they... Uh, their goal is to eliminate minorities. That's what Planned Parenthood was set up to do, and they're doing a heck of a job with it. Now, Preborn is working to save babies' lives and continue their fight at an even greater level as they fight Planned Parenthood and now defend their centers from radical hate groups, too. So if you could consider a gift of any size to help them protect themselves and babies... whatever it is that you can afford, they would appreciate. All gifts are tax deductible and will go towards saving babies' lives and helping keep preborn centers safe so they can continue their life-saving work. To donate, if you can do it, please dial pound 250. Say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby, or go to preborn.com slash pad. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. It is. Yeah, he's right about that. 888-900-3393, also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Yesterday, the White House also posted this. Mm. For American families looking for a little more breathing room, these savings matter. Oh, gas price uh, uh, update here. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, at current prices, the average driver will spend... $35 less per month for one piecen. I'm sorry, wait, wait what now? For, uh, they're for, <laughs> for month? $35 less for, per month for one piecen. What's up? Or what, is it a pessin? Wait, what What are we doing here? <laughs> I mean, that's not good, bro. We're leaving out the R in person. These people are so <laughs> stupid. Man. $70 less Proof per month. Read. For a family with two cars. Oh, thanks for doing the math for us. 35 times two. Even I could have handled that one. Uh, now that's that's better than they would do if gas prices stayed at their peak. Uh, wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So we're judging by the worst we've ever yeah. done yes. in this country on gas prices. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and now it's come down a little bit <laughs> under that. Thanks, Putin. And now they're breaking. They're Putin. they're bragging about uh-huh, it. Uh-huh. The Putin price drop. No, <laughs> Zach Parkinson uh, made that Unreal. same point uh, online. He said the Biden administration is actually bragging about gas <clears throat> prices that would be the highest on record under mm-hmm. any other administration. Yep. Prior to 2022, the record high for average U.S. gas prices was 4.11 a gallon, set in 2008. Uh, the nation and we're still above that. Yeah. The nationwide by the average way. today is 4.36, and then guess what? It come down to 4.32, Rob. Jeez. <sighs> so ooh, keeps on dropping. There you go. Uh, they are bragging about... Um, it, it's just slightly less of a disaster, y'all. Please, please clap. <laughs> you dumb bastards. <laughs> you dumb bastards. <laughs> like, 
Hey, dumb bastard citizens, don't you know what I'm doing oh, for you? Yeah. And, it's and not five, $5 a gallon anymore. It's it's four thirty two a gallon. Russia has announced that they are um, lowering the uh, output on the Nord Stream uh, pipeline there. Oh, I saw that. To yeah. Europe. So yeah. uh, that's good. Uh, Trump warned Europe, uh, specifically mm. Germany. Yeah, he sure did. Watch where you're getting your oil from. They, they literally laughed in his face. Laughed at him. Mm-hmm. And uh, here we are. I mean, mm-hmm. if there's ever a time in U.S. history in our century and a half of depending on oil to make our economy go, mm-hmm. don't you think now would be the time to be tapping our own natural resources? If if things are as dire as you say, Joe Biden, and we got to mm-hmm. get involved in Ukraine and Russia's bad and stuff, don't you think now is the time you should be tapping into our domestic source more than any other? No. No? No, because we're this is providing us an opportunity, Keith. We have an opportunity now to finally end America's dependence on fossil fuels. I see. I see. And so okay. any anything we do that encourages the oil companies to drill more oil just sets us back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We can't afford not to take advantage of this situation right now and switch over to, to sustainable, renewable energy sources. I see. So in the meantime, you say we should uh, tap into our strategic uh, petroleum reserves, <laughs> yes. right? And then yes, should... and to completely deplete that. And then sell that to Europe uh-huh. and, and China. China. Sure. I cannot. I, I can't, uh, it's unbelievable. I, I can't tell you how many times. It's unbelievable. Well, you go through my head and, and the audience's head all the time with, with different things that you say. But but the, the one thing, the one thing that I constantly hear when something like this comes up is if you were trying <laughs> to destroy mm-hmm. this nation what would you do differently what i'm, I'm afraid to ask yeah they continue to shock they'll show us yeah. if there is something missing <laughs> they're going to show us soon uh-huh oh, it's crazy it's a nightmare man it really is mm-hmm. it uh, really is but crazy. we're going to we're going to what were we going to do we're going to transition to uh green energy now yeah, and yeah, that'll yeah. take care of it sustainable yeah. renewable resources yeah renault gagney uh, he's a listener up in canada he always chimes in with some good uh, canadian stuff um he was uh, sending me a thing yesterday about wind turbines because remember how we were talking about how yeah how much oil you use to keep one of those going he says depending on uh the size of a wind turbine's gearbox it will need 53 to 211 gallons of oil replaced yearly a typical wind farm <laughs> needs 12,000 gallons of oil. Cool. Every year. Oh, there's, uh, there's Isn't that great? Texas. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, over there, the, weekend. the wind turbine that <laughs> caught on fire. And it kept turning for a while. It and then trying. it's it like, uh, okay, I can't, nah, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> uh, one more turn, maybe. Okay. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. And then it just collapses to the earth below. <laughs> I, want, I want to see it fall. Yeah, we might as well watch yeah, it. We gotta collapse. watch it fall, Rob. Come on, man. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Hold on. And it just burns for a minute and then uh <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. I mean that right there? Crazy. That video. Because of its uh, eco-friendly bullcrap wind turbine thing mm-hmm. and the fact that it's just on fire. That video is the Biden administration. In, it just sums it up nicely. In video form. Yeah, it Perfect. really does. It sums it up really, really nicely. Jeez. Uh, all right. So uh, 
we've got that going for us. We've got the high oil prices. We've got the pandemic still brewing. The numbers, though, you know, they're they're kind of making a big deal out of it and telling us that we need to mask up again. But the numbers have been pretty steady the last week or so. It's been around 128,000 per day that are infected. And the, the deaths are staying around 430, 436, something like that, mm-hmm. which is too many. I mean, you don't want one person to die from it. But those are low numbers when you consider the amount of people that are infected. Yeah, yeah. Hospitalizations and deaths are down. Way down. And that's that's a dirty little secret they don't want you to hear. Yeah, they, all, they'll, all they'll talk about is the fact that people are being infected again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the double vaxxed and double boosted yeah. are being infected, as we just saw with their uh, stupid leader. Yeah, and they've actually stopped posting. Um, they they've stopped separating out hospitalizations and deaths based on COVID vaccination status too. Huh? Remember huh. how they used to say, you know, the the it's it's the pandemic of the unvaxed. That's who's dying. That's who's in the hospitals. People aren't yes. vaxed. Yeah, they've stopped posting that number. <clears throat> yeah, I wonder why. I don't know. Uh, it was bogus before. It's really bogus now. Uh, it's just sheer unadulterated stupidity. Uh, then we have uh, the little issue. Uh, where is this? He's uh, looking for this doctor who is talking about. Um, let me see if I can find. Yeah, here it is. Brian Lenski's uh, medical doctor. And he tweeted out We are past the point of being able to shrug our sh- shoulders and say, That is strange to ourselves and walk on. Here's what happened. And he wants you to share this with people. Uh, Three physicians at the Mississauga hospitals have died this week. So this was last week. First memo, Monday. The first doctor died on Monday. The second on Tuesday. And the third on Thursday. The cause of death wasn't shared in the memos. But how many times have three doctors died in one week, days after the hospital started administering the fourth shot? To staff. Hmm. This is in addition to the physician who worked at North York uh, General who died this week while out running. How many more coincidences will people accept? These shots need to be pulled. It's from a doctor. This is not yeah. coming from me. I just think, you know, this is just, he's an absolute kook. I don't know <laughs> yeah, where right, he's going. Right, Where's right. he going with this? Yeah, I don't know. Just some ramble. Yeah. rambling uh, tweet huh yeah to say that i mean you know as youtube knows mm-hmm. it's insane for people to question mm-hmm. uh, the vaccine at all agreed agreed and, and i'm sure that three otherwise healthy doctors who die in one week after getting the fourth shot is a total coincidence yeah i'm gonna ramble a little bit here uh because uh it's just weird how you see all these former nfl players these athletes in their prime you know not not in their prime necessarily but mm-hmm. uh athletic types that, that die are not old at all by right. any definition mm-hmm. just ah, I was out for a jog and then died oh wow, oh wow uh, yeah well that's normal okay i mean that's normal again i don't know why i'm deciding to bring this up right here um and I also don't know why I'm deciding to bring up uh, Peter Sweden, uh, who tweeted this out. Again, probably has nothing to do with anything whatsoever. I just, I just feel like saying it right now mm-hmm. uh, that um, uh, there's been an unprecedented drop in births in Sweden this year, uh, shocking 14 percent huh. decline what? in Stockholm. 
Uh, seeing the same report in many other countries as well. What's going on? Stockholm down 14%, Germany down 12%, UK down 9%, Taiwan down 27%. Wow. Birth rates, birth rates are dropping all over the world at the same time, and no one knows why. Anyway, I don't, again, I don't know why I decided this would be a good point to bring Yeah, you. that's weird, because it's totally unrelated to what I was talking about. I apologize for the flow of the show. Uh. <laughs> Just wanted to take a moment. I mean, eventually we're going to find out what happened with these vaccines and uh it's gonna be shocking to some mm-hmm. they're gonna like what why didn't you tell us this when did you start to know this why wasn't something done how did you not recall this vaccine all of these questions are going to be asked yeah yeah because absolutely. people are going to be pissed off when this comes out i don't know what's going to come out or, but, or will they ignore it or will they will they it? just ignorance is bliss yeah or i'm not going to allow myself to believe this stuff because i you know if you got the shot and maybe you feel duped mm-hmm. do you want to admit that to yourself well and i don't know that any leaders want to admit that the vaccine might be dangerous because the democrats have been pushing it hard mm-hmm. mandating it and for Republicans, it was Donald Trump that, that drove it. It needs to be the Republican 2024 debate. If Trump runs and DeSantis run, mm-hmm. then this needs to be the debate. Yeah, let's talk about you, it. You're so proud of Operation Warp Speed, President Trump. Mm-hmm. Are you still proud of it? Ron DeSantis? Then I think he would say yes. Right. Ron DeSantis, mm-hmm. you prevented mandates for vaccines in your state. I mean, there's a clear choice right there. If if mm-hmm. no, if everything else is equal, there's a defining difference between the two. Yeah. And by the way, we have good news and bad news on the international front uh, when it relates to the uh, COVID vaccine. Canada's health minister uh, last week said Canadians r- will be required to get a booster shot every nine months for the foreseeable future. Every nine months? Yeah, because remember, remember when Trudeau ordered that wow. massive stockpile? Well, yeah. here we go. We've got it sitting here, so now we have to use it. But we have good news in France where their parliament defeated the um, uh, Vax passport there. Wow. Canada's going down a bad road. Gone. Wow. Sheesh. 888 More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Got some tweets here. Uh, let's see. Austin Martinez tweets, Whoopi is so stupid. <laughs> but what makes it even worse is her stupid trained clappers in the audience. Yeah, How that, embarrassing. That annoys me. Yeah. Well, they clapped mm-hmm. that Jill should be Surgeon General. Yeah, because she's such a good doctor. <laughs> she's an amazing, amazing doctor. doctor. Hell of a doctor. An amazing doctor. OG Thor tweets, recession, vaccine, woman. All redefined words since the geezer in chief took office. Hmm. Jimmy Dimples, uh, when you're losing the game, move the goalposts, mess with the scoreboard, and rewrite the rule book. That's how you play ball with Biden's DC. Mm-hmm. Ultra mega deplorable. The Biden administration is using Keith math again. Oh, wait now. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey. From Rowdy Introvert, perhaps Peason is a metric unit. If so, we'll never know how much $35 per piece actually is. That's true. There's no way to tell. <laughs> Swank think 
Uh, every day, this administration is the equivalent of the arsonist calling the fire department after the building's completely engulfed in flames, then expecting praise. Right. You called the fire department? What do you want? <laughs> yeah, we set fire to the building, but look at look at how quickly we put it out. Like, it just took a week and a half to, to put it out. It's burning at a slower rate. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay, so we've been discussing the pandemic a bit and, and the vaccines a bit. Remember the mask factories? Oh, yeah, I love them. In third world nations with the feet and that whole situation where the masks just fell on the floor. As oh. they were, yeah. There you go. Um, you show the, that, just keep that keep that bookmarked on your phone and mm-hmm. show people because masks are coming back now. Mm-hmm. That's what they're trying to do, and you just be and sure to show that to people. And they this love is it. why your mask smells like dirty feet. Oh, okay, <laughs> look at this. So gross. It's nasty. But but they'll but they'll tell you. Oh, this is a sterile pack. I mean, this is sterile. You know, this uh-huh. has been made in, in a top-level uh, uh-huh. hermetically sealed factory. Yeah, in the <sighs> Philippines or Malaysia or wherever. And now look at how well they're making these sterile COVID tests. Mm. Here's another example. <laughs> there you go. Shove that up your nose. Uh-huh. The masks were bad enough. This stuff touches your brain. Yeah. And the people are just sitting in this crowded, nasty environment with a stack of q-tips in front of them they just get their bare hands on them we are a dumb society oh man if you if you see these videos Mm -hmm. and you still use these masks or put that stuff up your nose Mm -hmm. i can't help you then you belong in the view audience yeah yep and i don't i don't care if you're wearing a mask i mean Mm -hmm. we had uh I don't know. Some leftists say I like to wear my mask alone in the in the car because mm-hmm. it triggers conservatives. Okay. No, I it doesn't <laughs> trigger us. You know, you know what I it don't does? Care? It tips me off. It tells me everything I need to know about you yeah. in five seconds. It flat. shows us what a buffoon you are. Mm-hmm. That's what it does, and we laugh at you. We don't get pissed. Yeah, I mean, I don't care. Just roll my eyes and go. Oh, eh, there, there's another yeah. moron. I know how you voted. And then there's uh, Dr. Fauci, who is uh, still spewing the rhetoric. Oh, he wants the mask. We're again. in a zone or a, or, a, or, a, or a county, state, or a city that has a very high level of dynamic of viral circulation. The CDC would recommend strongly mm-hmm. that you wear a mask in a congregate indoor setting. Okay. And that would include mm-hmm. schools, places of schools. work. Schools. Go back to uh, school with your mask on. That Brings people together in mm-hmm. a closed uh, sure, environment. Sure, that is good that's, public health. That's good practice. public health practice. That's really that's great public health practice. Because what have we learned about the mask? Tell me uh, that they don't do anything. In fact, they might make things a little bit worse because mm-hmm. all that crap sticks in the mask, and then you breathe it all day. Mm-hmm. Don't forget throwing sand at a chain link fence. It's asinine. Yeah. It's just so stupid. But Dr. Fauci's back and uh, mm. might be a good opportunity to ask him to go make the sex with himself <laughs> because I don't want to hear from him ever again. I'm uh, so sick of this. I don't either, but we're going to continue to hear this, from him. This, is he going to retire? No. 
He's he made a big deal out of that. All I said last week was that uh, maybe by the end of the Biden administration. Huh? Yeah, by January of 2025. He's talking. He seriously. Is there anything in his life? I'm not even talking about COVID related. Mm-hmm. Is there anything in this life where this man has said something and stuck with it? I don't think so. I mean, I, I bet. Don't, I really don't think so. I bet Anthony Fauci goes through the drive-thru, orders a Big Mac, pulls up to the window, goes, I wait, actually, I want, I want nuggets. I don't want the Big Mac anymore. In fact, I never ordered the Big Mac. Right. What I, are you doing? You got proof? Over there. Ugh. Speaking of the tyrants of the COVID age, uh, we haven't heard from these in a while, but um, New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern, Mm -hmm. she wants to stop the spread of misinformation in her country. Oh, good. So that that sounds good. Up-to-date information daily. Uh You can trust us as a source of that information. Uh, You can also trust the Director General of Health and the Ministry of Health. For that information, do feel free to visit at any time to clarify any okay. rumour you may hear. I can trust COVID19.govt.nz. Otherwise, dismiss anything else. Oh. We will continue to be your single source of truth. We will oh. provide information oh. frequently. That we is... will share everything we can. What? Uh, everything you are, else you see, um, a grain of salt. <laughs> uh, and so I really ask people to focus. <laughs> focus. Y'all Focus. Oh my God! Ministry of Truth. What was that? Quote we will she said? be your single source of truth. Yes, that's what she said. Don't Info. listen to anyone else. Only we will dispense information for you. That's what and a, you will believe everything we tell you and nothing else. That's what an abuser would say. Don't listen to anyone else. If you're hearing things and it's not coming wow. from me, then that's a bad person. That is chilling. Sure is. That's really. Amazing. Coming from New Zealand, you just wouldn't expect this stuff from New Zealand, Australia, Canada. But that's where all of this tyranny is coming from. Uh, these supposedly free democratic nations, uh, and they have just gone crazy with the power that they now experience. Mm-hmm. Does she not hear herself speak? Speaking those that words? woman does not care. That's incredible. She, yeah, that quote again. Wow. We will be your single. Dismiss anything else. Yeah. yeah. We Dismiss will anything. continue to be your single source of your truth. Your single source of truth. Wow. Don't go looking around, Benito. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. We oh. will continue to be your single source of truth. Would you just refer to her as one of the tyrants of the COVID age? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, man. Her Fauci, She might be the tyrant. Oh, I mean, think about Dang. it. Trudeau. All of the... The West has fallen. Mm. It's over. What a good ride. Did you ever think you would hear something like that from, I don't know, the Prime Minister of New Zealand? We will continue to be your single source of truth. Don't listen to anything else. Why would why would I trust you? Why do you think that the people should believe what you're saying right now? Who do you think you are? <laughs> wow, that's incredible. That is really something. I, it's uh, it's kind of with the masks, you know. At this <clears throat> point, if if you you kind of know 
the level of trust an individual has of their government based on if they're wearing a mask everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, that's kind of mm-hmm. that's kind of the, the, the barometer. But to think that you're not this isn't this isn't two thousand one trusting your government. This isn't nineteen sixty two trusting your government. This is in the midst of all of this, when you've got Western leaders saying stuff like that, and yeah. you're trusting a government. Ah, okay. I will only listen to you. No. No. <laughs> No, you know, you're going to have to prove it every Incredible. single time. I will take nothing, nothing at face value from any level of government. Well, and if that doesn't make you doubt everything she says, I don't know what, she, what right? will. <laughs> that's like that's say, incredible. That's like saying, um, wow, uh, trying to say something like, um, you know, I'm, 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 I'm the least racist person I know. Well, what, what's your first inclination? Oh my gosh, you're a racist. I mean, she's mm. like, oh, mm-hmm. we'll tell you the truth. Okay, then you're obviously not. <laughs> <sighs> and how do you know I'm telling? I'm going to tell you the truth? Because I just said it. I just told you I'm going to tell you the truth. Oh, okay. Well, then I've got to believe that, right? This is the nation that, that huh. just a few years ago took all of the guns away from their citizens. Oh, yeah. And you wonder right. why America fights tooth and nail for our Second Amendment rights. Mm. Thank you, Lord, for the Founding Fathers to codify that right, or else for sure. we would be... Uh, who knows where we would be at this point? Yeah. How many times has this government tried to take our guns through legislation? Many. And and would have been able to, to right now. a constitutional right firmly in place to begin with. All right. Uh, let me tell you about Moink. Uh, and where you should get your meat right now. Mm-hmm. You know that 60% of U.S. pork production comes from one company owned by the Chinese, and their hogs are giving something called ractopamine. Yeah, I don't like the way that tastes. <laughs> yeah, well, it's banned in 160 countries, including China. Yet, you find it in your grocery store aisles every day. But there's a better way. It's moink. That's moo plus oink. So you get the oh, cow okay yeah and pork uh-huh not to mention now there's the alaskan salmon mm-hmm. that comes straight to your doors i love it. it's sustainable wild caught alaskan salmon it's so good so incredible mm. really delicious stuff the moink difference is a difference you can taste and you can feel good knowing you're helping family farms stay financially independent too i love it i, I love moink i can't wait till my next delivery uh, and what's great is that you can keep America, American farming going by signing up at moinkbox.com, moinkbox.com right now. And get this, listeners of this show will get free filet mignon in every order for a year. Wow, what? Yeah, that's one of the best uh-huh. filet mignons you'll ever taste, but for a limited time. And you'll get it in every delivery for a year. That's spelled M-O-I-N-K, moinkbox.com slash unleashed. Moinkbox.com slash unleashed. Pat Gray Unleashed. Mm. So President Biden on Monday, uh, yesterday critiqued Former President Donald Trump in a speech to black police officers for not telling a mob of his supporters to go home for more than three hours during the Capitol riot last year. Biden 
uh, delivered his remarks virtually from the White House, uh, from the residence, and used unusually strong language to bash Trump. Every day we rely on law enforcement to save lives, he said. And then on January 6th, we relied on law enforcement to save our democracy. See, do I have that? It's... Oh, that's very quiet. Oh, that's a bad huh. connection behind there. It yeah, sounds it is. like. That's... Oh, you know, you know what one. wouldn't have uh, dropped the ball on the fly like this is the old 360. You know, <laughs> God rest its soul. Yeah. Uh, it was more reliable. Sure was. All right. This newfangled guy, I don't care for. See if this works. Nope. Oh, still oh, what is no. going on? Oh, no. What is happening? Mm. Corby, is it something in there? Mm. No? You sure? Are you sure? Have you, I think it's something in there. My did friend. you kick it? Anybody kicked it? Have we tried kicking it yet? Every day. Hey. Hey. <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> I discovered the secret. Okay. All right. Every day we rely on law enforcement to save lives. Then on January 6th, we relied on law enforcement to save our democracy. Oh, come on. So is, is that an amazing statement? On January 6th, we relied on law enforcement to save our democracy. A, we don't have a democracy to save. B, what would have happened if the mob had gotten to anybody and, and hurt them? Does our democracy end with the with the death of one person? I mean, heaven forbid, Mike Pence would have been grabbed, dragged out, and hung. I there's no way they would have done that. I don't think. But let's say they did. Does that end the country? I mean, what kind of asinine rhetoric is this? That's the thing about the January sixth situation with these moronic leftists. They exaggerate so much. I'm not even going to qualify it anymore with, yes, it was bad, okay, it shouldn't have happened, there was a riot, people broke things, they got unruly. I'm not even going to do that anymore. I'm not even going to dignify it with that nonsense because they have, they have exaggerated this thing to be the biggest, worst event mm-hmm. in the history of this country. They think it's bigger than 9-11. It is ridiculous the mountain they've made out of this molehill. I can't take it anymore. But what happened? He goes on. The Capitol Police. Yeah. The DC Metropolitan Police. Mm-hmm. Other law enforcement agencies were attacked and assaulted mm. before our very eyes. Speared, Speared. sprayed, sprayed, stomped on, brutalized. <laughs> and lives were lost. And lives were lost. What are you talking about? He's talking about the police and police lives being lost. I'm sorry. The only lives that were lost were in the mob. Because the police officers again died from other causes, not the mob. How many times can they spew this lie over and over? Over and over again. And for three hours. And for three hours. The defeated former president of the United States watched it all happen. Yeah. As he sat in the comfort of the private dining room next to the Oval Office. 
While he was doing that, brave law enforcement officer subject to the medieval hell. Medieval hell. For three hours. Medieval hell. They were subjected oh. to medieval hell. That is a power punk rock band name if I've ever heard one. <laughs> medieval hell. Amazing. These people. Amazing. He's Pat Gray. He's unleashed, and he's on the blades. With some tweets. Jimmy Dimples tweets, uh, glad I visited New Zealand back in 2007 or so. No way I'd want to go back there now without a time machine. Mm-hmm. Sons of Thunder 42, single source of truth. I don't like the sound of that. Uh, Devin Crossley, you find me a mask that doesn't smell of dirty feet, and I'll <laughs> find the great garbage patch in the Pacific Ocean. Oh, that's a fair trade. <laughs> uh, Mandy Gifford four, uh, Fauci better make sure to triple ma- uh, to triple mask when he goes to the bathhouse so he doesn't contract monkeypox. Yeah, right. He's yeah. already had oh. already had one pandemic. Yep. Now yep. if he goes to the bathhouse, you know, and uh, and does it unprotected. Uh, yeah, and and he's then, an ardent mask wearer. Look at that. Yeah. There's him setting an example sure. in the early days of the pandemic. There exactly. The old Washington Nationals game. Telly Bucco, uh, what Fauci was really saying was wearing a mask is the best form of public virtue signaling. Yeah, well, unless you're at the Washington Nationals game like he was just then. Get off my lawn tweets, uh, there is only one single source of truth, and he doesn't live in New Zealand. Oh, it's a God tweet. Uh Uh-huh. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Tonight on, on Blaze TV, by the way, Glenn is doing a special titled Uncensored. The alarming truth of COVID vaccines. Huh. Uh-huh. <clears throat> hmm. Hmm. There's an alarming truth of COVID vaccines? I, I mean, I thought Jacinda Ardern was the truth source. <laughs> right. That. Seriously, you don't want to miss this. It's tonight, 9 Eastern, 8 Central, uh, 7 Mountain. And that would make it 6 Pacific. Promo code UNSAFE for $20 off. $20 off your first year's subscription. So there are truths about the vaccine. There are facts about how the vaccine was made and what the vaccine does or doesn't do. And yes, there are side effects. Mm. Real people's lives have been affected by this vaccine. They won't admit it, but it's true. And Glenn's going to pull back the curtain and show it to you tonight. I love it, love it. I wonder if uh, part of the special tonight will include this Rand Paul tweet. He tweeted an article out, um, and like the title of the article was U.S. Public Health Agencies Aren't Following the Science, mm-hmm. officials say. Uh, they're saying that people are getting bad advice. We can't say anything. So he, he <clears throat> quote tweeted that and said, using a three-dose vaccine in 992 children between the ages of six months and five years, Pfizer found no statistically significant evidence of vaccine efficacy. Nevertheless, the CDC. None? Yeah. Nevertheless, knowing that though, Jeez. the CDC went on to recommend three vaccines for children. Okay, something's wrong here. Yep. And I think part of it is the federal government is involved. They're in bed with Pfizer and Moderna, and they're sharing copyrights and they're making money. And they don't care what it's doing to people. They don't care. It's another form of control for them. And discussion about this has been so monitored, censored, or altogether banned. I mean, you can't... The reason... Probably, most of the show will probably be eliminated now on YouTube 
So, you know, uh, just know that when you're trying to listen to the show later on that, you know, you might find a different source. But um, we've got to question the efficacy of our First Amendment rights. And discussion is forbidden on public platforms, so we got to have the conversation here on the Blaze TV. And Glenn will tonight, 9 o'clock, and again, promo code UNSAFE to get $20 off your first year uh, at blazetv.com. We were playing the Biden clip from yesterday when he went to talk to uh, law enforcement officers. Uh, And I think these were black uh, law enforcement officers. (laughs) Yes comments were outrageous and weren't uh, playing from the beginning because we didn't get a chance to finish him uh, before the top of the hour. But uh, listen to what he had to say about January 6th. Every day we rely on law enforcement to save lives. Then on January 6th, we relied on law enforcement to save our democracy. Okay, just think about what a stupid statement that is. That is asinine. Kind of buffoonery. Are you trying to poll on the american people so you're saying had that mob gone in somehow they got into the senate chamber or on the house floor and they hurt somebody how does that end our country i i don't even understand their point here how could it possibly end democracy how could it end our republic doesn't make any sense they still would have had the vote they still would have uh installed joe biden as president of the united states maybe it would have happened the next day but uh it still would have happened i mean they think that they are our country that they are the government as opposed to a public servant filling a role within the government but listen to this uh, outrageous comment yesterday. We saw what happened. The what Capitol happened. Police, the D.C. Metropolitan Police, uh-huh. other law enforcement agencies were attacked and assaulted before our very eyes, speared, sprayed, stomped, stomped on, on, brutalized. brutalized. And lives were lost. And for three hours... And again, no police officer lives were lost from any of that. One was lost from having two strokes. Two others, weeks later, when they committed suicide. You can't blame that on January 6th. The defeated former president of the United States watched it all happen as he sat in the comfort of the private dining room next to the Oval Office. Mm. While he was doing that, brave law enforcement officer subject to the medieval hell. <laughs> medieval hell. For three hours. For three hours, yeah. Dripping in yeah. blood, surrounded by uh, carnage. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Face to face with crazed mob that believed the lies of the defeated president. <laughs> the police were heroes that day. Uh-huh. Donald Trump lacked the courage to act. <laughs> the brave <laughs> women and so men bad. blew so all bad. across this nation should never forget that. Mm-hmm. You can't be pro-insurrection and pro-cop. You can't be pro-insurrection and pro-democracy. You can't be pro-insurrection and pro-American. Yeah, I'm not pro-insurrection. There was no insurrection. Again, those would have been the worst insurrectionists mm-hmm. in the history of insurrections, if that's what that was. Because what a poor job they did. Uh, can we show the medieval hell, mm. Rob, that people were... Uh, 
putting others through on that day, January 6th, the day democracy almost oh, died. Oh, gosh. Look at that. Medieval hell. Medieval hell. Medieval hell. Oh, man. The carnage dripping in blood. <laughs> Look at it. Look at it, America. I can't. There it is, right in front of your face. I can't look The medieval hell these people put America through. Whew. That's... You can't be pro-insurrection and pro-medieval hell and uh, and and pro-cop. You can't. Can you be... You can't do it. Pro-burn cities to the ground and, and pro-cop? Pro-democracy and, and pro-cop? <laughs> that's a really good question, I believe Pete. that's what this administration that stood for. That is an excellent question huh. where so many actual officers were killed uh-huh. and injured. In fact... Over a thousand of them. I believe it was fourteen hundred that were right. injured, mm-hmm. and several were killed. And then those perpetrators, in many cases, were bailed oh, out uh, uh, through the current sitting vice president of the United States. Right. Uh, exactly right. To get them released. Man, we are these hypocrites. You know what? We're living through a medieval hell. We are. <laughs> yeah, we we really are. Uh, with this administration, it's a medieval hell. Also, this administration uh, and Congress continue to suck as Biden's Justice Department is sending a 69-year-old grandmother with mm. breast cancer to prison for two months, 60 days, for trespassing and entering the Capitol on uh, January 6th. Oh, she was the uh, parading and milling type? Yeah. Mm, boy. Well... Now she gets her come up and stuff. Yep. This is actually tragic. I hate this. Yes, we have arrived at the Dublin Federal Prison for Women. I'm here with Pam Hemphill. Mm. Mom, how do you feel? You're here. I'm scared to death. I'm, I'm frightened, but I know God's with me. I just got to take it. Five minutes at a time, one day at a time. Mom, what do you have to say to the American people as your last words before you go in? Mm. Just keep your faith that no matter what's going on in your life, God's with us no matter what's happening to us. It's going to be okay in our lives. Just Mm. lean on God and trust, do what's right, right and, and help make this country better again and support all those that are uh, right now locked up in the January 6th people that are not getting any trials. God bless you all. Mm. Yeah. Thank heaven they're putting that vicious criminal away for two, for two months. We'll be safe as uh, citizens of this country from, from her reign of terror, from her medieval hell for at least 60 days. But when she gets out, who knows what's going to happen. That is heartbreaking. It sure is. That is heartbreaking. I mean, that's what that's what they're doing to this country. That's what they're doing. They are putting good Americans behind bars. I'm sure she'll be <clears throat> sharing a space with a bunch of Antifa members that are serving long sentences for their <clears throat> crimes against the country. Except no. No. None of them are being prosecuted. They're, they did nothing. They did nothing about the riots of 2020. The summer that... You know, it, it was akin to 1968. Nobody cared. They didn't. They couldn't care less. They wouldn't even condemn them. They were fine with it. It was great because it was about race. It was a really important issue. So they had every right 
to burn businesses down and overturn police cars. And I, I want to be clear in how I characterize yeah. this. This is, a, this is mostly great. a protest. Mostly a protest. Uh, it, is and not, uh, it, it is not, generally speaking, unruly. No, not generally speaking unruly. As the fire blazes in the background, it's not generally speaking unruly. Who would, who would term setting businesses on fire unruly? I wouldn't call it. Yeah, I wouldn't call it that. Meanwhile, this is happening in our nation's capital. Foreigners uh, treating this solemn World War II memorial as a swimming pool. But oh, these What's people. What's really sad is that this is the World War II memorial. Mm-hmm. And if you look around, the majority of what is here, oh. is sitting around on things. Mm. It's Swimming not a in the park. pool or in the fountain, memorial fountain, which oh. is against the law, it's prohibited. Yeah. This is supposed to be a memorial, and you've got all of these people really desecrating this memorial by swimming here. Good word. And yeah. most of these people are not even American. Mm. Yeah, he talks to several of them. This goes on for 10 or 15 minutes. Mm. They are from Central and South America. They don't care. They don't care what this is for. They see a swimming pool. Mm-hmm. They have no idea what it's for, what it's about. There's a memorial for the soldiers. It's not, it's not for swimming. This is like, it's I love that he's trying to do something about it. They should not swim in, the, in here. <laughs> oh, okay. This is enraging. Get out of the fountain. Kids Morons. Swimming in here. Oh my gosh. Jeez. Every American should be enraged at this. This is the state of our country. Doesn't it feel like a stable, healthy place to live? No, oh, it does. It does. And and speaking of uh, people who are here that maybe shouldn't be, the Biden administration is now reportedly attempting to issue temporary ID, ID cards to illegal immigrants who are awaiting a final decision on their immigration cases. Uh, the exact details are unclear, but the ID cards would apparently be given to illegals who are not in detention centers but illegally crossed the U.S.-Mexico border. The cards would likely include a QR code that would direct cardholders to court information and documents through an app. The app could be accessed on smartphones that are being given to illegals by the administration. So they're getting smartphones and IDs so they can get around the country. Yeah, let's, let's, let's make it clear as to who's paying for those. Uh, the cards may be used to access certain state benefit programs. Good, good, good. And they could also be presented to TSA to travel by plane. Isn't that wonderful? But what That's if they great. want to update their sex, their gender? They just have that phone number. They yeah, they have a phone so number. If, you can so call. if they mess yeah. it up the first you know. time when they give them their, oh, crap. That's okay. No, They'll fix it for you. They'll fix it for you. The House Appropriations Committee has already allocated $10 million for the ICE Secure Docket Card Program. All right. <laughs> The ICE Secure Docket Card Program is part of a pilot program to modernize various forms of documentation provided to provisionally released non-citizens through a consistent, verifiable, secure card. 
Oh, good. Remember. They're gonna, so they're going to get. Yeah. They're going to get access to programs. Cool. They're going to get benefits. Good. They can also travel by plane with the Good. ID. You want people to suffer? Got to make it easier on them. And remember, anything the government does and mm. defines for you, mm-hmm. it's always the opposite. There's nothing secure about this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We are a... What a stupid... We're becoming, and pretty much are there, are, we're there, a third world nation now. Third worldification rolling on, people. And this is what Biden's goal was, though, and he's doing a really good job achieving it. Obama's third term. Let me tell you about uh, real estate agents I trust. Because selling your home, it's really tough. And especially right now, starting to become a buyer's market again. <laughs> uh, that's why you need a real estate agent to come in and help you take, help you take the tough decisions and um, make sense out of them. If you need your house painted, if you need to replace countertops, <clears throat> we've got these countertops that are kind of busy, you know, as was the case in the. Wait, what does that mean? Busy. The, they're busy. They're like. And you don't mean like clutter and stuff. No, I mean. Because like, that's what my countertop looks like. The like the countertop is too. There's too much there. Too much? Everybody what? wants just. Give me a clean white countertop. That's oh, what they want. Oh, okay. So, and I so it's like, colorful. It's, I see. Yeah. Uh, and nobody <laughs> wants that apparently now. Wow! So, so that's not cool. That's not cool. I'm sorry. No, because it's it costs a few dollars to replace yeah. that. You know, but will you get your money out of that? That's where your realtor comes in. Right. Because these are successful realtors who are with buyers every single day, and they know what the buyers are looking for, so they can advise you on uh, what you need to do. And they've all been vetted by by Glenn's people because this is Glenn's company and so they make sure that these are the best. When you partner with these, you've chosen your agent through Real Estate Agents I Trust, you partner yourself with a competitive winning machine. Real Estate Agents I Trust, the name says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, welcome. Triple A nine hundred thirty-three Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh just to clarify, this special tonight is not Glenn's but that's the Wednesday thing. Yeah. Uh this is a a special called Uncensored, the Alarming mm-hmm. Truth of COVID Vaccines. And uh hmm? what? every person on the specials panel has publicly questioned the narratives around the COVID nineteen vaccine. You should have been on this, Keith, because I don't know anybody. I don't know a single person on this planet who has questioned the vaccines more than you have. From the very beginning. From the very start. From before there was a vaccine. Yes. Because of that, though, some have been completely banished simply for asking critical questions. Some have been edited Mm -hmm. on, for instance, YouTube Mm -hmm. because they don't like what you're saying about the vaccine. Yeah, and this isn't going to be something you're going to be able to get on YouTube. This is specifically through the Blaze subscription. And this will have um, Sarah Gonzalez, Steve Dace. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. we got They got Dr. Oh, Peter McCullough. Peter, yeah. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, that's going to be good stuff. Unsafe. For 20... So the promo code is unsafe. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a subscription already, please get one. Yeah. And uh, use the promo code unsafe. You'll get $20 off the first year subscription. I... Right. And then, of course, you'll also be privy to overtime on this show that uh, drops every day about 11 o'clock uh, Central Time. Uh, 11 Central. 
And uh, also, you'll get, you know, Stu's show, Glenn's show, all, all the shows that you know and love. Chad Prather. Dozens. Literally dozens. Dozens mm-hmm. and dozens. So it's a fantastic deal. Now, apparently we have a taste for cannibalism in our society. Now. Oh, come on. I can't anymore. Uh, recent books and shows have used cannibalism as... <laughs> As main features of their stories. So, the New York Times wrote, Turns out, cannibalism has a time and a place. No. In the pages of some recent stomach-churning books and on television and film screens, uh, Ms. Summers, who apparently wrote this uh, book, and others have suggested no. that that time is now. Gross. For cannibalism. No, no. Okay. That's Let a, me eat. No, that <laughs> sentence should not be written. Uh, haven't we heard about eating bugs? It wasn't that bad enough. Wait, right? Can we stop? With- the UN keeps pushing bugs on us, and now it's cannibalism. Why? Psychos. They're just psychotic. Society is falling apart at the seams. Do you remember uh, back in what was it? Oh eight when Ted Turner <laughs> talked about cannibalism. It was because of. I believe it was because of climate change that we were going to turn to cannibalism. Here's what he said back then. It will be catastrophic. We'll have eight degrees. We'll be eight degrees hotter in 10, not 10, but in 30 or 40 years. Eight degrees basically None of the crops will grow. No Most crops. Most of the people will have died, and the rest of us will oh. be cannibals. Civilization will have broken down. <laughs> there you go. The few people who are left will be oh, living in a, in, in a failed state like Somalia or Sudan. Yeah. And, and living conditions will be intolerable. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're almost there. <laughs> Let's see. So that was 2008. So we're talking 14 years ago. We're almost to the place where he mm-hmm. said it's going to be eight degrees hotter. So we should be at least five or six degrees hotter by now. And we're not. That was uh, wow. former Atlanta Braves manager Ted Turner <laughs> for one game. Remember when he owned the Braves? He managed yeah. them for one game. Yeah, I don't remember uh, him managing them, but I remember him owning them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he doesn't anymore? No. No. Okay. They won the World Series in 95, and he cashed out. Okay. So he hasn't been associated with them for a while. Mm. Uh, but he's the one who brought us CNN, too. And, um, sure did. Apparently is, uh, he apparently laid the groundwork for cannibalism in America, too. <laughs> uh, pioneer Ted Turner. And here we are. Mm, we, with everybody turning to cannibalism. Uh, God, what? Weird. Every day. Every day. Day in this country. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just, it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Then we have Canada, you know, on the precipice of total disaster with Justin Trudeau. Mm-hmm. He continues to uh, push uh, economic policies. Uh, there's a meeting of federal and provincial ministers wrapped up in Saskatoon mm. with several provinces saying they're disappointed. Mm. Federal government is looking to impose a requirement to reduce nitrous oxide oh, emissions from fertilizers. More WEF <laughs> policies. Farmers so, are going to get pissed. Tell you a little bit more about this uh, and much more coming up next. Pat Gray. So the economic numbers come out Thursday, day after tomorrow. And uh, nobody thinks there's going to be a recession. Nobody thinks that. First of all, you don't even know what a recession is. 
We had to tell you that yesterday uh, from the Biden administration. They had to set us straight way more than whether the GDP has gone down two quarters in a row. Oh, there's much more involved. So even if that's the case and we find it out Thursday, GDP's down two quarters in a row. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean we're in a recession. What's the matter with you? Yeah. <laughs> I saw. I can't find it right now, but I saw something that said mm-hmm. 1% of Americans think the economy is doing great. Something like that. 1%? 1%. Seriously? Yeah, I can't find it right now, but it was... That's amazing. They can't sell that. Yeah, they have all these categories and then like thinks the economy is doing excellent. 1%. (sighs) They're trying to tell us we're doing way better than we are Mm -hmm. and people just aren't believing it. No, you know what? I've had to cut back on everything. Mm -hmm. I can't afford gas. I'm walking to work. I'm taking a train, whatever. Uh, you can't be told you're doing great <clears throat> when you're not. When you're not. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens on Thursday. <laughs> you know, the uh, administration is working hard on spinning it. They had uh, everybody out yesterday saying, oh, no, we're not in a recession. No, 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 no. You said walking to work. How many? I want to know how many people have said, ah, I got to start walking to work. <laughs> yeah. Probably some. Okay. Well, I just I mapped- mean, I. Not us, because we live way too far. From I was going to say, walk. I just I just typed in uh, on Google Maps. How long would it take me to walk to work every morning? Ah, twelve hours. <laughs> twelve hours. I got this. <laughs> I got this. So you get home. Yeah. Have a little something to eat, and then you start back to work. That's not bad. When do I sleep? <laughs> <laughs> Who needs sleep? To quote uh, the bare naked. You ladies. might have a few minutes to sleep when you get here. You know, if you start right away, right after you eat, and then you start walking back. But wait, I got to walk home. Wait, that's 24 hours. I still have to walk home. Can I spend the night Oh, that's house? right. You're closer. That's Well, there's there's no sidewalks. There's uh, no between, sidewalks either? No, there's no sidewalks. I know there's no roads. <laughs> no, no sidewalks either. It's really weird. That is ridiculous. Really, I live in a really weird area. Yeah, a dangerous so, area. Yeah, very much so. Wow. Uh, but... Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Wait, you just kind of wrote it off. Like yeah, you don't even yeah care. what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Uh, the Disney-backed streaming service, Hulu, this is amazing, is refusing to run political ads on central themes of Democratic midterm campaigns, including abortion and gun control. Oh, wow. And Democrats are pissed. But the streamings, they have a pop. They have a policy against running content deemed controversial, and it is like other digital providers in not being bound by the Communications Act of 1934. So when you're on the internet and you're a streaming service, you're not held to the same right. standard that broadcast media is because broadcast media has to run political ads. They have to, and you can't alter them. In any way, they could say the F word. You can't. You can't change it. Mm. Uh, but that doesn't affect the streaming services. So they're not pleased that they we they won't run the crazy January sixth ads or abortion or gun control ads. That's interesting. It is interesting, and ama- I'm surprised. I'm really surprised because usually they would only deem right wing things controversial, like pro life. Oh, I'm sorry. That's too controversial. You're saying that babies should be allowed to be born? Mm, no, we can't run that. I'm sorry. 
that was controversial for um, students at uh, Michigan Medical <clears throat> School. Uh, they had a doctor who just happened to be pro-life, wasn't there to even talk about oh, abortion, yeah. but just happened to be pro-life. Watch this, and then the, the students are like, oh, she's going to start speaking? Well, then we're leaving now. And there we go. She's getting. She got introduced, and now look at all these white coats getting up. Yep, we're leaving. Bye. I mean, you right. pathetic excuse. Good afternoon. Look at this. These little snowflakes. Yeah. College is supposed to prepare you for the real world. Um, you're going to be exposed to people you disagree with. No, they can't. They can't. They're headed for their cry closet right now. <laughs> No, that and was they're going to start crying. That's University of Utah. <laughs> yes, it is. How many campuses do you think have a special little cry closet? Like, cry probably, place, a, yeah. probably most of them. I bet most of them do. <sighs> I'll tell you, when uh, Utah thinks they're too good to join the Big Twelve, they're all going to be in cry closets because uh, uh-huh. they're going to be left behind. You keep waiting for that Big Ten invitation, Utah. Keep doing that. that that's great. I think uh, you should. I think you should wait. You Hold wait. out. Hold it out. Yeah. Hold out. For the Big Ten, not the Big Twelve. Yeah, and we're, and then you know enjoy your cry closet. We're thirty-one days from college football. Thirty-one days, which means we're thirty-eight days from your BYU football. I love it. Okay, so great. And shows you how fast time goes by. It's gonna be fun playing in a hundred degrees. Yeah, I know. Jeez, medieval hell. I mean, there is <laughs> there is no end in sight to the hundreds here I, in Dallas. Every day, every stinking me, day. I think we had one day. Was it Friday? It didn't get to 100. It was 98 or something. It was very ch- I wore a sweater. Did you? Yeah. Okay, so Okay, so let's let's just look here. Irving, Texas. I'm sorry this is so micro focused if you live in Maine, mm-hmm. but these are the high temperatures for the next 10 days for Irving. But it's typical of what's going on in most everywhere, of the country. Everywhere. Yeah. 103, 101, 101, 100, 98 on Saturday, Pat. Oh, burr. Arcade. 99, so if your snowman is still hanging on, uh, 98 on Monday, and then back into the hundreds on Tuesday. Jeez. Over it. Oh, big time over it. Yeah. I will say, it again, it's not as humid, though. Uh, it's hot, but it's not all that humid. Yeah. More humid than probably people in dry areas are used to, but not like uh, we can get. Uh, but I was telling you about the uh, the Canadian situation with mm-hmm. the federal government that's trying to impose a requirement to reduce nitrous oxide emissions from fertilizers. Okay, this this brought on the big deal in in the Netherlands with the Dutch farmers saying, "Look, we can't, no, we can't comply to this. You can't do this to us." Yeah, these are these internationalist uh, Green New Deal policies spearheaded by the WEF, mm-hmm. and they're destroying mm-hmm. uh, family farms and eventually. It, these kind of policies are going to bankrupt these families and big companies are going to come in and yep. buy this nice farmland. And Trudeau's government is demanding an absolute reduction in, in emissions, which farmers say will result in less food being produced at a time when the world can ill afford it. Right. The world is looking for Canada to increase production and be a solution to global food shortages. The federal government needs to display that they understand this. Yeah, they don't. Please, they don't. <laughs> or they we're do really they concerned care. with this arbitrary goal. Yeah. And that's the thing. Yeah, we're just going to throw a goal out there. Uh, we want to reduce emissions by 30%. Well, okay. That has some real consequences attached to it. But they won't acknowledge that. There's, they, don't, they don't care. If you feel like a pawn 
in a scheme that is devised against you, it's because you are. <laughs> and it's in every corner. Oh, of is that life. the only reason? Is it just because we are? Yeah. So, no, if, okay. in other words, let me let me try. To, if it wasn't clear, <laughs> if you feel like a pawn in mm-hmm. a big game that has already been designed for you, mm-hmm. it's because you are. Oh. And so you need to Weird. do everything you can. <laughs> Glenn always says, "Spit yourself out of the system." Yeah. I mean, that's that's for sure. That's really the only way around this. Yeah. How do you do that? <laughs> You're on your own, man. I'm just a guy in a box here. Come on. And one thing you should do is prepare. Just in case, just in case worse comes to worse and some of the food shortages uh, happen that people are kind of predicting right now by the end of the year. Mm -hmm. So prepare for that now. You know, buy some extra food uh, every time you go to the grocery store. Don't burden yourself with doing it all at once if you can't do it all at once. And just buy a little extra every (laughs) single time so that you have something when there's no food on the shelves. I mean, this is going to sound ridiculous, but I don't even know why I did this. And it's like, right when we moved here, I bought, and this was 2012, mm-hmm. I bought a lot of toilet paper. Right? Oh, Just really? Bought, yeah, I bought a lot of toilet paper. And then when the pandemic hit and there was no toilet paper, I thought... You had toilet paper. Wait a minute. Didn't I buy... Yeah, I bought a lot of toilet paper. <laughs> I was made for this moment. So just stock hmm. up on things that you mm-hmm. know you have to have. Yeah. I mean, granted, now you're paying Biden prices, mm-hmm. but it's still better than if it's not on the shelves later. A great way to do it, if you can, is my Patriot Supply. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got I got a good storage of uh, a good stock of stored food from them years ago, and it lasts 25 years. 25 years. 25 years. Yep. So. That's a really good thing to do. All right. Let me tell you about Rough Greens. If you're a dog owner, you love your dog, and you want the best for your dog, and so you want to feed your dog the best. And that's not the dry kibble dog food, because when you have that dry kibble dog food, all the nutrients have been burned out in the sterilization process. It's been sterilized so that it lasts on the grocery store shelves for two to three years. (laughs) That's a long time. So you can't have the living things in it the vitamins minerals the probiotics antioxidants those kinds of things basically all the nutrients that are missing from your dog's dry kibble stuff are in rough greens and they love it for some reason they go crazy for the taste now not all dogs keith's are the only example i know of his dogs didn't take to it immediately yeah they fell on their head when they were puppies that's see that'll do that yeah but if you want to check it out before you commit to buying, you know, a, a big bag of Rough Greens, you can get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog to try out, see if they're going to like it, and then you jump in with both feet. All you have to pay initially is the shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com, R-U-F-F Greens, roughgreens.com, or 833-783-3364. Pat Gray Unleashed. Huh. <laughs> mm. What? What? All What's, right. What speaking of dogs, Keith's got this dog mo- thing he's trying yeah. to sell me. I've been away for a while, and it's time for an animal video. Come on now. The 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 people demand it. Mm. As you know, you frequent mm-hmm. Twitter, and you see the all the pat heads uh, yeah. tweeting about and whatnot. Mm. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, you're back. Let's get some animal videos. And so mm-hmm. I was like, okay, cool. Somebody sent me this one. It's really cute. It's a little puppy, or it's a little dog uh, adopting mm-hmm. a kitten. Pat? Oh, wow. Watch this. Mm-hmm. 
Where's the dog been? He went out to potty and it took him a while and the owner's like, where are you? Oh, you found a little kitten. And look at the dog. He's like, no, don't go that way, dummy. Come to my house. Let's go. Come, yeah, here you go. This way. Come on now. Hey, look, mom. I found a kitten. Can, can I keep her? That's adorable. You uh, that's what? adorable. Wait, keep watching. Look, see, look. Yeah, oh. And the little wow. kitty is like, can't mm -hmm. get up. Listen. He's sad. Mm. Come on now. Get up. Come on. Yep, come on. I love how the owner's just like, yeah, come on in. Let's go. <laughs> and the poor little kitten. So the dog says, oh, I'll help you. Watch this. I'll just pick you up. And then the dog eats it. Be gentle. No, be gentle. See? Oh, okay. okay. All right. There you go. So he hasn't eaten it yet. But Not yet. Well, that was that's why he wanted he had to it stop. to come in so he could eat it. It was raining outside, and you don't want to eat in the rain. No. Yeah. So about 15 minutes later, yeah. uh, the cat was in the dog's stomach. Had been eaten by the dog. So, like there you go. Literally adorable. An adorable video. Anything. <laughs> Anything good and pure yeah, on this we can, show we can, can ruin. Be, no, you can ruin it. Mm -hmm. I'm not ruining this one. <laughs> Although, I bet it tastes like chicken. <laughs> uh, also, a House committee approved the first assault weapons ban oh, in decades. Well, careful. That's great. Here we go. Democrat reps uh, Jared Golden of mm -hmm. Maine and Henry Cuellar of Texas have said they won't support the bill, while Republican reps... Chris Jacobs of New York and Adam Kinzinger. Why is Adam Kinzinger <laughs> in the Republican Party? Yeah. Why? He and Liz Cheney, why are they in the Republican Party? They've said they're open to voting for a ban. Of course. That's great. Uh, House Democrats have a four-vote margin. Wow. The assault weapons ban of 2021 was advanced in a 25-18 to 18 vote but a date for a vote on the House floor has not yet been set. So there's still some time. So we'll see. You, yeah, you could stop it in the House, and even if it gets through there, it's got to go through the Senate. And, and uh, won't. Hopefully Joe Manchin uh, would put a stop to it. But I do like uh, Thomas Massey. I mean, the clip's too long. I didn't send it in. But he read through the bill of how a particular gun um, is banned on, like, page 8. Yeah. But then it's allowed on page 14, and he had one of the bill sponsors, and he's asking him, you know, to explain the difference here. The guy can't, uh, the, the Democrat sponsor, and it's just a, hmm. a cluster. It's very funny. Um, uh, Thomas Massey, you know, if you're on Twitter, send him a note of support. Tag him in something. Uh, the guy's great. He is so great. He really is. On everything. I just love him. And so, uh -huh. I don't know. Uh, this bill, we'll see where it goes from here, but um, you gotta, it's going to be very close uh, wherever they vote, whether mm -hmm. it's House and Senate. So you, it mm -hmm. actually might do some good on this one to call your reps. I, I would think that might be a good idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bruce Springsteen fans, a little bit shocked uh, because they're wanting to go see Bruce Springsteen in concert. But they were a little shocked to see the ticket prices, as tickets were selling for four to five thousand dollars. <laughs> okay, no, thank you. The prices were a product of Ticketmaster's dynamic pricing system that prices uh, skyrocket if demand is high on the platform. One fan tweeted his reaction to finding a general admission ticket going for eleven hundred twenty-five dollars, saying simply. F off. 
I would have probably said that to Bruce if he wanted me to pay just the five dollars. Yeah, I'm, I, not, I'm not going to see that. You show. could pay me five thousand dollars. <laughs> I'm not going to a Bruce Springsteen concert. Right, right. Many of the tickets were sold as platinum tickets, which are tied to dynamic pricing. Uh-huh. Nosebleed seats. Jeez, the nosebleed seats were going for a th- over a thousand dollars. Wow. Uh huh. Podcast producer John Palumbo responded over a video to the Springsteen ticket prices saying, I'm rich. I'm rich. And I think that's effing crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Springsteen's not the only artist who's received backlash for high ticket prices. Paramore tickets. Uh, That's, yeah. Paramore is the, they're the band that did. uh, I can never remember the name of the song. Misery Business. Sure. Yes. Misery Business. All right. Paramore tickets for a Chicago show were priced as high as $8,018. All right, get out my face. For an upcoming show. You're going to go pay $8,000 to see Paramore? I I wouldn't pay that to see the Beatles with a resurrected (laughs) George Harrison and John Lennon. Oh, come on. Right? (laughs) I mean, the Beatles in concert with John Lennon and... George Harrison, each resurrected for the show. Okay, but what yeah, if, I'm not going to pay ten eight thousand dollars. So I'm. But sorry. what if they're in no. their prime? No, it's I'm not, not like, doing it. Oh really? no. So I. By the way, May first, nineteen ninety seven. I paid fifty five dollars. May first, nineteen ninety seven. Uh For Carrie and I were on the eighth row mm-hmm. at Mile High Stadium, Denver, Colorado, mm-hmm. to watch uh, a little band known as U two. Oh okay. Fifty five dollars. Five dollars. Wow, I wonder what it would be fifty five hundred now, probably. Yeah. And and I mean, granted, I had to join like their little fan club, which was like twenty bucks a year or something, or okay. else it would have cost like a hundred bucks. Yeah, but still, that's where we've come. I mean, a hundred dollars, right? There was a way to get the ticket for you know, if you count the fan club thing, seventy five bucks on the eighth row of U two in mm-hmm. their prime. And today we got nosebleeds for an old man who Unreal. sucks named Bruce yeah. Springsteen for over a thousand dollars. A thousand bucks, yeah. Uh, I thought wasn't he like the man of the people? Yeah, or blue collar guy or shut supposedly. Up. I know. I can't. Ugh. And it's not even good music. Sorry, y'all. Sucks. And the guy can't sing. Mm-hmm. I, I've never, I've never understood the Bruce Springsteen thing. I mean, he's so popular with some. You know, and especially people in New Jersey, they practically worship him in New Jersey. But I don't get it. There's another timeline. There's another universe where Bruce Springsteen is an anonymous guy uh, working as a used car salesman. <laughs> yes, yes. That's the timeline I want to go and visit for a while. <laughs> uh, to me, he's very similar to like I don't know Bob Dylan mm. in vocal talent. Yeah, you know. Uh, <clears throat> Neil Young, that kind of kind of iffy voice that's yeah. barely on key. It's amazing if it is on key at how all. How many singers succeed with less than perfect voices? I will say that less Tom, than stellar. I will say Tom Petty did more. Yeah. with a career without a good voice. I love Tom <laughs> Petty. I don't do get too. me wrong. I, I love like Tom, Tom Petty. Petty. Yeah. Frontwards and back, but I'm yeah. just saying that it's uh, it's amazing how now and, and let me another example is Yoko Ono, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. That's the worst. I mean, I would rather. I mean, that's not even music. I don't know. What, yeah, that's just warbling. How, I mean, that is now that's the John Lennon connection we know, uh-huh. obviously there. Yeah, but 
if 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 the sounds of a cat dying were set to music, that's Yoko. That's Yoko Ono, mm -hmm. right there. Yep. Hmm. Uh, some good news. This is kind of fun. Oh, I need it. Hideous Samantha B's hideous show uh, <laughs> called uh, Full Frontal <clears throat> canceled. Not coming back for the fall. Oh, not great because it sucks. Yeah. Okay. Because essentially, I'm, I'm sure there's low ratings, and she's ridiculous, and TBS finally re realized it. Uh, but they say she will not return to the network in the fall as we continue to shape our new programming strategy. We've made some difficult business-based decisions. We're proud to have been the home to Full Frontal with Samantha B. No, you're not. <laughs> and thanks, Sam. <laughs> And the rest of the Emmy-nominated team for their groundbreaking work. Mm. We celebrate this extraordinarily talented cast and crew and look mm. forward to exploring new opportunities okay. to work with them in the future. Exploring new opportunities. You know that's always the uh, uh -huh. that's always the, uh, the, the PR way, the uh -huh. spin it of, uh, we want them out of here now. Uh uh, over the course of seven seasons, B's full frontal brought an aggressive and saucy voice to TV's late night arena. Uh, she was here for what? A weekend? A week? I, I don't know. She was here and she was such a phony. How many people came through these doors that said that they wanted to mend fences yeah. and, and reach She was the one aisle. of them and she was a liar. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Brian Stelter. Stelter was another one. Who came here and like, oh, I'm extending the olive branch and I really respect what you do, Glenn. Mm -hmm. I'm going to come in and just follow you around and see what you do for, mm -hmm. you know, a day or two and see what happens. There was a particular MSNBC host who came in uh, in a Trojan horse as well. Um, uh, yeah, there's yeah, been I don't think we're supposed quite to say that. a few. Yeah, and then they, then they get out of here and they're just like, let me tell you what I found. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's and that's what's happened. I mean, there's a local writer who I won't say his name. He's just such a jerk. Like he came in one of the museums or one of the tapings over here. They all try to come in here and act like, oh no, let's, oh no, we're friends. Let's totally yeah. uh, be American. I like together. what you've been saying about being accountable, and you know, maybe we we accept our responsibility, and then they never do. Mm -hmm. They never do. Uh, Meanwhile, so. you got the guy down the hall here, whose name's on the building, Glenn Beck, who is genuine when he says, "Let's over and over and over." Let's, he's done let's seriously, yeah. let's try let's to find together. common ground, right? And gets burned every time, every single time. So it couldn't have happened to a nicer woman to yeah. have uh, Samantha her show B, huh? Canceled. Gonna yeah. miss that because uh, darn. Yeah, I, that was a staple in my viewing. Oh. <laughs> that yeah. may actually be the only show. That Jeff Fisher doesn't watch. And that now he doesn't be. have to. That might be. Oh, he'll be here tomorrow. All right. And we'll uh, see you tomorrow. And we will be chewing the fat with Jeffy.